mother wound is something that is so real and the mother relationship is like for me been one of the most spiritually spiritually expansive and spiritually challenging relationships so yeah mm-hmm. I really completely relate to that and and part of that really spoke to a point which I loved too was like that your truth when spoken to others even though it might not seem kind at the moment is kind and even when you had that experience with you know Liz Gilbert when you guys were just talking about how your truth can liberate others. I'd love to expand on that more, how being in your truth, although painful at the time, is the always the best route. Well, that whole conversation with Liz, Liz is, you know, for a very long time, the only people who knew about me and Abby were my sister and me and Liz. And Abby, she knew. That was it. Um, and it was just so, I was just a woman who, I just had been convinced by so many people and by my culture that a good mother does not hurt her children, like does not do anything that will bring pain to her children, right? So there was a good long while there where I just decided, well, yeah, I guess I'm just going to abandon myself, right? I'm just going to let this love go and return to my broken marriage because I cannot hurt my children. Okay. So then one day, um, I was braiding my daughter's hair and she looked at me and she said, mommy, can I do my hair like yours? And something about the way she looked at me, I just, something snapped in in me and I realized, oh my God, I am staying in this marriage for her. But would I want this marriage for her? And if I wouldn't want this marriage for my little girl, then why am I modeling bad love and calling that good mothering? Right. And the reason for that is really simple and obvious. And as a woman can understand the idea that the reason I was doing that is because I was tamed into believing that a good mother is a martyr, right? That, that what a good mother does is she just buries herself. She just buries her needs, she, her desire, her ambition, her dreams in honor of her children. Right. Um, which as we know, as anyone who was raised by a martyr mother knows, is just an incredibly heavy burden to bear, right? It's an incredibly painful legacy to pass on to a child because children don't ask their mothers to die for them, right? They don't want that burden, um, which is why Carl Jung said the, 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 the biggest burden a child can bear is the unlived life of a parent, right? So what I figured out during that time is, oh, no, no, I don't want to slowly die for my children. Like, I want to show my children how to bravely live, right, until the day they die. Like, I don't want to buy that cultural idea anymore that a mother is a martyr. I think a mother is a model, right? A mother um, is somebody who can't settle for any relationship less true and beautiful than the one she'd want for her kids, right? Because our kids will become what we are and will only let themselves live as freely as we let ourselves live. So, so that's the stuff I was working out at this time. And, um, and I was talking to Liz about like how to have those conversations with Craig and with the kids. And, um, and, and a couple things Liz said during one conversation that I'll never forget. And she said, don't forget um, that every truth you tell, even if it makes people uncomfortable, is a kindness. And every untruth that you keep inside, even if it makes people comfortable, 
is an unkindness. Okay, that I believe is true. And then the other thing that I've seen play itself out so clearly in my family, like now we're four years later, is this idea that there is no such thing as one-way liberation, right? That when we give ourselves permission to live as truly and um, authentically and beautifully as we were meant to, shit hits the fan for a little while. And then everyone around us starts waking up. The family members who were the most afraid slowly start to grant themselves permission to live. My mother, I don't know if, if any of you have seen any pictures of my mother on the interwebs. There's several of them because she is fucking crazy. She is the, she is the um, most radical activist in our family now. She has been to twice as many gay pride, gay pride parades as Abby and I put together. She plans trans remembrance ceremonies for her new church because she left her Christian church because it was not gay friendly enough and started at a new one. She is, she goes to marches. She goes to political meetings and rallies. She, it was, it's, I just watching her like, like, first of all, I can't keep up with her and she's making me look bad, but also <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this idea that when you see somebody, it, it just like woke up something inside of her yeah. that she probably has always been because it's not our parents' fault. They were trying to be good moms, right? Like yeah. they, they thought that was the epitome of love, right? So I don't know. It's just so, ex and Craig now? Like Craig was so, so upset when we were divorcing. Now he's so happy. He has this gorgeous girlfriend who wants to make out with him. Like, <laughs> like oh, no, of thanks. course, right? Like it, it just, it, it very rarely happens that someone is slowly dying and furious all the time and miserable in a relationship and the other person is having a good time, right? <laughs> like, Okay. There's resistance there at first, but if what I truly believe is that what is, what is true and beautiful for me will always ultimately be what is true and beautiful for my people, that there is no either or, that there is no dichotomy mm -hmm. of, do I put my people's needs ahead of my own? No, there's no, there's no line. There's no hierarchy. Like what my people need is the exact same thing as what It's, it's so powerful. And I've been kind of working through this in real time, thinking about that and, and that it's been confusing for the people that love me the most. The fact that I haven't mm -hmm. spoken my truth or been myself in certain situations, it's very confusing. And then it like kind of kinks their hose too. And so there's just like this really sticky, um, energetics between us and and we know it doesn't feel good right but we don't know how to articulate it so I just thank you for for articulating that I think that's so important thank you so much for tuning in to morning microdose by almost 30 we hope you enjoyed waking up as always we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest if you enjoyed this trip tune into the full episode on the almost 30 podcast 
All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.